0: Hello everyone, it's the eve of the second major of 2023. The French Open starts on Sunday on the clay at Roland Garros and it's the women's draw we're going to concentrate on here on this edition of Betting Weekly Game Bet Match. He's already given you his outright picks and I'm delighted to say our WCA handicapper... Roy Giovanni is here to join me on what is a very early start, Rory. I must admit, I know you're an hour ahead of me in Madrid, but uh, <laughs> I need my beauty sleep, my friend. Uh, but he's going to give me his card, run down the card, and we're going to highlight some matches to concentrate on in the first round of the women's action in Paris over the next couple of days. Rory, good morning to you. And it is a very early start, Rory. What are you doing to be setting this alarm clock oh, on this sun? sorry. Yeah, well,
1: yeah, logistics and stuff. My, my boy's playing football this morning, so I had to take him early, so... I thought I subjected to the same horrors sorry I thought I I,
0: I had all those years of lying with boys going to football at nine and they and now 18 and 21 they don't get up till about half past two in the afternoon so I thought I thought I, I thought I got over that but uh, not to be anyway good luck with your boy playing football tomorrow and good luck yeah, last to your, game, of the, season. Last it, last game of the season is this game you got a chance so... of winning anything winning the league or no no relegation dog fights oh, okay. bit like the Premier League He's the, the yeah, league exactly. united of the Madrid under nine league yeah. Uh, it's, it's the first round, I say, of the French Open. You've highlighted ten matches that you want to go through. Uh, we haven't got an official pick in all of them. There's 10, ten matches, one of good matches as well. Some of these matches for the first round and majors are, are really, really intriguing affairs. And let's start with the first match, which looks uh, on paper a fairly one sided match. But when you actually break it down, it's not so uh, clear cut as you would imagine. On a minus five sixty. The nearly woman last year of the majors, you know, had a great run. But Iga, if it wasn't for Igor Schwantek, she would have won a major or something. I think she would have challenged on the best year of her life. But this season, she's been blighted with injury. She's minus five sixty against Lucia Bronzetti at plus four ten. And Bronzetti here comes into this tournament in great form, reaching the semifinals, uh, just reaching the finals today in Rabat in Morocco. Uh, this red here is five and a half, which does seem very very generous. Uh, with um, Ronzetti minus 107, and the totals are pitched at 19 and a half. Now, on the form of last year, you can understand why Angebe is such a heavy favourite, minus 560. But what we've seen in 2023, this might not be as uh,
1: one-sided as Bet Rivers will have you believe. Absolutely. I mean, this to me, this looks... I'm not going to say it's priced up wrong, but given current form... Bronsetti's a huge price here. As he said, she's playing in the Rabat final today. She beat Tatiana Maria, um, who won in Bogota on very similar slow clay court conditions. She beat Alicia Parks 6-1-6-1, I think it was. And slow, no, six love, six two, Alicia Parks. And she beat Sloan Stevens 6-1-6-1. So she's she's in great form. Jabur, yeah, she's her her. Her season's been dogged by injuries. She suffered a small calf tear in Stuttgart, missed the defence of her Madrid title, and then fell at the first hurdle in Rome to Paola Bavosa. I mean, she says she's fit. She's been practising at Roland Garros, but she could definitely have had an easier first assignment than this. Um, One word of warning, obviously Bronzetti playing very well in Rabat. Roland Garros will play a fair bit quicker than Rabat. Rabat's one of the slower um, courts slower conditions on the tour. But I think, as a rule, I don't think you're going to go too far wrong backing in-form players on clay, especially given how short the clay court season is these days in a run-up to Roland Garros. Um, and I think for Bronzetti, her win over Tatiana Maria is a really good sign because Maria is a similar sort of style of player to Jaber you, you don't know what you're going to get with her. She mixes things up. I think Bronzetti getting past her in three sets is a good sign. Look, it could be that Chabert is fit and is too good, but at plus four hundred and ten, I think you've got to get involved in this. And and a, a one really good thing betting with Bet Rivers, if it goes past a set and your player wins by retirement, which you know could happen if Chabert isn't fully fit, could happen. If it goes a set, you get paid out as a winner. So I think. I was I was I was tempted. I was going on a lean first of all, but when I remembered that about the retirement bet, I thought let's go for the bet at plus four ten.
0: So this is a retirement bet for us as well. Or just a retirement <laughs> bet for uh, this is the retirement bet. So we, we we get stuck into Brontizzi. I like the play, really do. My only hesitation. It's always a hesitation I have going into majors is when somebody wins a big tournament or does well in a tournament before, they tend all to... So fade And <laughs> I, just, I just remember, I remember a, a comment that John McEnroe said many, many years ago, and it was talking about um, people going into Wimbledon. And I think somebody won Queen's that year, maybe in Leighton Hewitt or something like that, and he got beaten in the first round at Wimbledon. And he said that, he said that um, whenever he played in a warm-up tournament before a slam, he would just go and play and try to l- lose in the quarterfinals or semi-finals, Didn't give it his all those matches, but had a good run to the tournament. But if he won it, he felt that he peaked a little bit too early and he, and he couldn't really recover. And obviously for Bronzetti, she's going to come back to earth with a bit of a bang. But this is on a, on a show court, uh, a favourite that's well worth taking on. So yes, I like that. I, I quite like the five and a half games as well, because if Javer wins, I don't think she's going to be in one-sided. And if it goes into the third set, then you've really got to question uh, the Tunisian's fitness levels. Uh, the next match, we're talking about informed players. Long French girls in form here, Clara Burrell, she's a plus 195 chance against the more established Spaniard, Zara Zoribes-Torno, who is a minus 245 favourite. The spread here is three and a half with Bet-Rivers, and the totals are one higher than the Jabur match at 20 and a half. The Spaniard, zoribes Torre has won their only meeting last year on clay, 6-4, uh, 6-2, six, six, but... Burrell's played well, uh, reaching the semifinals in Strasbourg, where she narrowly missed out to so the person that I said was the fade of the tournaments, Vitalina, who's now probably the favourite to win the tournament in the final today. Uh, what do you think about this one?
1: Yeah, as you say, excuse me, Burel's had a great week at Strasbourg in very similar conditions to these at Roland Garros. Um, the speed is very similar, judging by the stats. She knocked out tournament favourite Serena Kursi in the first round. She should have beaten Svitolina yesterday. She was a set and four one up, and uh, I mean Svitolina was actually playing well. I watched quite a lot of it, and um, she was striking the ball well. But and, and Burrell, she'd break back and then she'd throw the break away again. So it was it was one of those matches. It was a bit up and down. Tor, um, Soribes Tormo was supposed to be playing in Rabat but withdrew before the tournament. She's not long back from a long term injury, uh, but she did reach the final of the ITF 100K tournament in Madrid a couple of weeks ago. She beat Leila Fernandez there, but she surprisingly lost to Olga Danilovic in the final. And uh, Danilovic is actually in the tournament. She's come through qualifiers in Paris. I think here, you know, throwing the home support for Burrell she'll have gained confidence from last week. You know, I think she's I think she's a big price here. Um and I think as well, it's similar to the argument with Bronzetti Jabert, you know, you've got a real fitness doubt over Soribes. She's a very good clay court player on her day, but gotta doubt whether she's fully fit. I'm I'm sort of with Borel at plus 195, I'm, I think I think it's just gonna be a lean for me here. But I'm, I'm I'm thinking similar argument to Bronzetti against Jaber, someone in form against an opponent whose fitness is doubtful. Um, it's it's going to be a lean for me here for Borel,
0: yeah. uh, maybe the three and a half as well, may be tempting. Uh, Borel is a plus money with a three and a half start on the handicap. Head to the BetRivers website. There's you know if you, we can't make up money, there's 28 different markets there. You can have a look at the size. Remember, there is no order of play out yet, so this this order this schedule goes over three days because of the. The nature of it starting on Sunday, why do I don't understand why they do this? I said it to Sean Calvi yesterday. Why don't you just traditionally do the Monday, Tuesday first round? Well, it's just bonkers to go over three I days. I suppose,
1: of. in their defense, it is on clay, so matches might take a bit longer. So maybe you need three days as it's because
0: they're French Rory, it's because <laughs> friend, they want to do something different.
1: It's nothing to do with that.
0: They have got floodlights, put the floodlights on. <laughs> do me a favor. Uh, it is nonsense. <laughs> anyway, we don't know the order of play, but, but the thing is, we okay. do know that they start very, very early. So it's a 5 a.m. start. So if you want to follow this bet in or follow any of the bets in, you want to get them in early because it's uh, Sunday morning, 5 a.m. start Eastern time. So you haven't got much time to place your wages on this or any of the outright futures. And Rivers have a huge amount of markets and you can live stream them. Uh, from the comfort of your own home. If you get up early, you need to walk the dog or being woken up by the dog or woken woken up by a very eager Rory (laughs) Gervani, what you tell us. Uh, Anyway, next match... um... This is the best match of the first round without a question, a shadow of it out. doubt. Uh, and really, a lot of people, including Rory here, and a lot of people I've, I've read, a lot of articles i read, believe that the winner of this match can go very, very deep in the tournament, but maybe even get to the semifinals. It's a total pick and game. Maria Zachary, the number eight seed, is uh, minus 112 against Karolina Mukova. We know how talented Mukova is, but she has really lived up to her expectation this year. But on the big stage before, she has done well. The spread is minus one and a half, and the totals are 21 and a half. If you look at the head-to-head, it's 2-1 to Mukova. Uh, she's, m- most importantly, she's won the two matches they have played on clay, which includes a win here in 2022, last year, 7-6, seven, 7-6, six, seven, six, and a win in Madrid, where she took a set six love from the Greek before losing the tiebreak, 6-7, and coming back, fighting back, 7-5. Just looking at those records, the matches between them have been close. I mean, three tie breaks in the last two matches between the two of them. Um, maybe the totals look appealing at 21 and a half here, but this is a, a big opportunity for both of these players. And it may come down to temperament. And that's one thing that you would definitely question about Sakari.
1: Yeah, I would agree with that. I'm, I'm I'm glad to hear that other people think the same as me, the winner of this could go a long way. I'm glad to know. No, I'm, I'm not on my own there. Yeah. Um, yeah, of course, last year, as you said, Mukova won seven six seven six 6 here at Roland Garros. Zachary, the year before that, reached the semi-finals. I think I've said this before, should have won it, should have won the tournament. She had so many chances in the semis against Barbara Kozikova, who, who went on to win it. And the Czech won 9-7 in the third. They've both played pretty well of late. This is a pick of match. We tipped Mukova at plus 900 to win the third quarter uh, yesterday, uh, because I think she's twice the price of Zachary, almost twice the price of Zachary to win the third quarter, which doesn't seem right. Um, I agree, Mukova, temperament-wise, is better. Zachary is a very good clay court player the world as well. You've said, I, I agree completely. Match of the round, winner hopefully will go a long way. we find a bet here? there's nothing I'm massively keen on you could make cases for first set over nine and a half games plus 102 isn't a bad bet um over two and a half sets at plus one four three I, I I like that bet um because it could easily go three um but I'm just gonna be quite happy to watch this this should be a very very good match
0: well I think we've already got the bet haven't we we've took Mukova in the in the quarter. And we highlighted yeah. the value there because the price discrepancy was so big between the two when they're actually yes. a, a 50 50 call to win it. So we're definitely firmly in the mook of a camp here. And we're just cheering on for our future position. If you didn't see the future or you haven't seen the future yet, head to the Bet Rivers web, uh, the YouTube channel uh, or and also on the, the downloads from the podcast. And you can download the, the WTA or the, the Women's Draw uh, Futures Tournament. Uh, Sorry, getting Nigel. The Women's Tournament winner. Uh, show which me, myself, and Rory uh, recorded yesterday. That's live now on the YouTube channel and on the podcast. Um, the next match, again, this is a first round, remember, of a uh, a major tournament. And these are two previous major winners. Victoria Azarenka is minus $2 up against the Canadian Bianca Andrescu, who is plus 155. Uh, Andrescu has had a, a nightmare run with injury. She got injured in Miami, hasn't won a match since. Lost her two matches uh, on clay in the first round in Madrid and in Rome. Azarenka saying that though hasn't had a great clay court run either. She's uh, only she's two and three with losses early in Madrid and in the third round in Rome. But she is an overwhelming favorite here. She's two and a half favorite on the spread at minus 139. And the totals here are pitched at 21 and a half. Um, Andrescu is a talented player. She's never really been a clay courter. She's more been about the hardship, that unbelievable season, didn't she, where she was virtually unbeatable on the American hard courts. Uh, she's, uh, Clay's always been her problem, and coming in with an injury concern, as we've seen in her two warm-up matches, she's she's a long way off the pace at the moment, isn't she?
1: Yeah, I mean, these are two former slam winners meeting in the first mm. round, both struggling a bit. Azarenka reached the semi-finals at the Australian Open, but it's been pretty hard work since for uh, Andrescu. It's a shame. Well, it's obviously it's a shame when any player gets injured, but she really looked like she was on the brink of finding form. And then she sprained ankle ligaments in, in Miami. Since she came back, she lost to Xi Yu Wang in Madrid, a match she probably should have won. And then she was marmalized by Marquette von Drusifer in Rome. Um But having said that, Azarenka on clay is never... Great proposition, I would say. I, I certainly wouldn't say she's a minus 200 shot. I think this could be closer than the odds suggest. I'm not going to get involved, but I think I think Andrescu's a little bit bigger, plus one five five. Um she she's not facing someone like von Druseva who who gets everything back. Azarenka will go for her shots, but she's very hit and miss on clay. Um and Andrescu might. I think she might outrun those odds, but not a match I want to get involved with. But I, again, like Zachary Mook for her cracking encounter for round one.
0: Mm. Uh, match we're going to speak about next is between two veterans of the game, so to speak. So you you're 30 years of age and you're a veteran in the tennis world. But uh, Lauren Davis is up against Zhu Lin. Uh, Lauren Davis is a heavy favourite, minus uh, 245. Zhu Lin is uh, plus 190 here. The spread is three and a half. The totals are 20 and a half. When you look at Zhu uh, Lin's record on clay it's pretty abysmal in uh seven five of the last seven seasons she hasn't won a single match on the dirt and uh lauren davis isn't the greatest of uh clay court players with her record itself but she's a favorite here against someone who is pretty pretty poor on the red clay
1: yeah i i put up a bet against Lin Zhu a little while back um for linda frivertova against Lin Zhu. i think it was rome um but, but the Chinese pulled out. And my argument there was that she just doesn't win matches on clay. Um, as far as I can tell, she's never won a WTA main draw match on clay. At Davis, her best surface probably is clay. She's never made it past round two at Roland Garros, but she's always one to watch on slow courts. So she won the 250 at Hobart at the start of the year. And while that was hardcore, it was very slow, very, very slow. One of the slowest Courts of the year. Um, according to the stats, the service hold and first saw its first serve points stats. It was, it was slower than most clay courts on the tour, slower than Roland Garros, in fact. She made the semis this week in Strasbourg in similar conditions to these. Uh, Ju hasn't played since Madrid, where she went out in straight sets to Rebecca Marino, who's another player not known for being great on clay. I expect davis to win this very comfortably um my bet here is davis minus one and a half sets at plus one one two and uh, it's a two-pointer i i've i on clay it just doesn't work for her she hasn't played much davis in form so reached the semis in Strasbourg. Uh, this should be pretty one-sided
0: yeah, I like that. Lauren Davis to win two sets to love effectively. But the better angle is to bet minus one and a half sets at plus 112 with Bet Rivers. Um, the next match, if this was a, a shock win here, it would be the the shock of all time in the women's draw. Uh, Igos Vrontek uh, goes into bidding to retain her French Open crown. She's up against Christina Buxa, the Spaniard. Christina Books is not having a good time at the moment. She's lost her last four matches uh, pretty. Sort of, she hasn't played that bad, but she's narrow defeats in a couple of them. But uh, she's up against Igor Shiontek in the first round. She's been drawn to have the nightmare draw, and she can have nightmares because the last time they met and the only time they met was in the third round of the Australian Open this year when Igor Shiontek played the Spaniard on what wasn't her best, best service. Her best service is Clay. And she beat a six love. Six one. So poor old uh, Christina Buxer. She's sitting there today, thinking, "You know, what am I, what am I going to do on um, matches schedule for Monday? Well, should I put should I the flight for Monday afternoon? Or should I should put the flight for Tuesday morning. That's what's going through her mind at the moment. But Igor Shvantik is a heavy favourite, as we say, and we see sort of unprecedented lines when she plays. So she's like minus. One thousand to win this match. Sorry, minus ten thousand to win this match. Uh, Christina Bookser is plus two thousand. Uh, if you look at the handicap here, I mean, it's just it's just crazy the lines that we're talking about here, and the total games are very very low. Uh, there is so many different markets. I've lost the market here, but Roy, you give us your thoughts on this one, and I'll find the market and come back to you in a second.
1: It's funny what you're saying about Bookser because um, I'm chatting to James Blake, and it was in the old days when when clay courts were clay courts and grass courts were quick. It was kind of he used to talk about the Spaniards or the Argentinians turning up at Wimbledon and not having any hotels booked beyond the first couple of days because they knew they'd be going out in the first round and I think books probably feels the same here as you say Australian Open six love six one and assuming Tech is fully fit obviously she she pulled out in in Rome um, against Elena Rybakina. Australian Open actually didn't play all that fast this year, but it's still a fair bit quicker than Roland Garros. We know Sfiontech will be better on this surface. It's, it's going to be one-sided. A couple of bets of interest. You mentioned the game spread. Sfiontech minus nine and a half games at plus 220 does make some appeal. And part of me was thinking, well, you know, first match of the tournament, will Sfiontech need perhaps time to adjust? Well, in Rome... First match-up, she double-bageled Anastasia Pavlyuchenkova just a couple of weeks ago. She could easily do the same here. Now, we talked about Spiontek yesterday. She's minus 125 for the outright. She's plus 400 to win the tournament without dropping a set. She's plus 440 to win the first set, 6-love here. I think that's a better bet than either of those. Books is going to struggle to win points, and, you know, I remember mean, when they played in the Australian Open it was 6-love in the first set she could barely win a point on Svitolina's serve that probably won't change on her own serve she could win two points she could maybe win three she couldn't get win a game and because that's what Svitolina's like she just she's just so consistently good she's always asking questions she she just seems to be able to win points at will she just stays in rallies she will hit the odd fantastic winner which you will wonder where it's come from and as, and she's better on clay than she was at, in, on on uh, in melbourne so i think plus 440 6 love first set for sfiontic is is a really good bet i mean this there are a few there are a couple of other matches i'll just highlight quickly which could be very one sided uh, in a similar vein, you've got Marquetta von Drusfer against Alicia Parks, and Parks seems to get thrashed by anyone decent on clay, and I mentioned a she's facing the younger Frivertiva sister, Brenda Frivertiva that's another one that could be very one-sided, but this is the one I like best I think Sfiontet, plus 440 to win the first set 6-love is, is a great bet
0: Yeah, great bet there, the spread is 8.5 on the normal spread you can move the widget at the bottom the toggle, move it up or down to a a higher line or a lower line, if you want to, those are different prices on different spreads, but the totals here are 15 and a half to just show you what uh, sort of, if you rationale the 15 and a half total games compared to the six and a half, it makes the plus four plus four forty value because what Bet rivers are saying is that it, they're probably expecting a six, two, six, three win. Uh, so all we need to do is have one set very, very, very one-sided as we expect. And Shrontek did win six, other, and she starts fast. You know, she's not like a, pl- a player in a tournament that, um, takes a bit of time to get going. She starts fighting. She shows no mercy to these players. You know, a lot of players. She just doesn't. Give... Yeah.
1: And also, because we won on this bet before when she played Claire Liu at Indian Wells, she won the first set six love. She's probably going to face Claire Liu in round two here. So you know, it's going to be it's going to be a bet for today. It's probably going to be a bet in the second round as well. I'll okay, um, give you a question,
0: Roy. What would you be over and under Shvientek six love bagel sets? The tournament that's a nice market rivers. we should that put that up be nice if... what, what would you be three and a half oh i'd be selling i'd be under three and a half i'd be I'd, I'd be one do. lower i'd be i'd be about i'd be maybe maybe two with a push
1: The first three more. rounds are very look pretty first two she could she she i wouldn't rule out two double bagels in her first two rounds She's well, that if you, dude, if you if you're clay. making it three
0: and a half. If, you, if your line is three and a half, which you know, I'm, I'm, I would probably be a little bit under that, but if you are three and a half, that 440 is a massive bit,
1: yeah.
0: I because you're saying it's... that she, and we she did the you're... maths,
1: didn't we? I said it ahead of Claire yeah. Liu when we, we did the Claire Liu bit. We did the maths and we worked out how many bagels she'd had, and that wasn't hardcore, yeah, where she's but... not as strong, you'd argue. So, if, so... You, if
0: you were three and a half, you're saying that she's getting to get a bagel every other match. It's essentially, with seven matches running through to the to the to the final, more or less. So, so that Mate, two and a
1: half or three and a half.
0: Two I, two, a, two and a half. half is my line. Let's do business. Let's go three and have a push.
1: <laughs> okay, right.
0: Uh, I think it's a good market. Bet rivers, get up. Come on, uh, eager Shrontep bagels in the in the season. And I'm not talking what she eats. I'm talking about how many energy she actually does. <laughs> Some technicality, we will see her eating the bagel. So oh, that's that's one for me. Uh, the next match is really interesting. Now I, I I've I've got to be watching this because I think this is going to be a firecracker of a match. I think there's no love lost between the two of them for obvious reasons. Uh, Sabalenka, the Belarusian, up against the Ukrainian Marta uh, Kostek. Kostek is one of the most talented players. If you look at the data, she should have had a breakthrough last season. She has dropped off her levels a little bit. She, on her day, she's capable of really producing the goods, and I think Sabalenka is vulnerable here. In what is slower condition, Sabalenka is a slow starter, not like uh, Igor Frontek, but she's a very heavy favourite in minus 590 uh, against Kostuk at plus 425. The Australian Open champion is a five and a half favourite on the spread, minus 118. Kostuk is minus 108. And the totals are what appears to me to be quite low at 19 and a half. They have met once before, which was in Dubai, and Dubai is fast. And that would suit Sabalenka. And Sabalenka won 6-4, six, six, um, This is arguably one of the biggest game matches of the young uh, Ukrainians' career. She's going to have a huge amount of support. And Sabalenka can get ruffled. And she's not in great form. I mean, she got beat by Kenny in the shock. I know prior to that, she, she won in Madrid. But she's... Um, a a, a performance against Kenny, did she tank it on purpose or was that a bad day or was that a bad day off We're not sure. But I I just got a feeling here that um, this might not be as one-sided as many suggest.
1: I'd agree with you, Um, especially given Sabalenka's record at Roland Garros. She's never got past round three. And when you look at who she's gone out to in previous years, so in 2019, she went out to Amanda Anissimova, 2020 on Sheberra. Anastasia Pavlyuchenkova put her out in 2021, and she went to the final. And lastly, a year she went out to Camilla Giorgi, who we all know is talented but extremely temperamental. You look at the players who she's gone out to here. I mean, I'm thinking players like, especially Pavlyuchenkova and Giorgi. Kostiuk likes to go for her shots. I mean, I mentioned this before. I saw her first as a junior. Um, at the 2017 ITF Junior Masters, which she won. Funny enough, Rebecca was in that tournament, but didn't do much, very much. Um, I actually backed Costia. I just had a few pennies on her in 2019 to, to, to win the tournament, like each way at some stupid odds. And she got to the last 16. She knocked out Garbina Muguruza, a former champion in the first round. Um, sorry, this was two years ago. Um, she knocked out Muguruza in the first round. She went out to Fiontek in the last 16. And that's further than Sabalenka's ever got at Roland Garros. There is plenty in her favour and also constitute this year. This is her breakout year. She won her first title in Austin. And while that was hard court, looking at the stats, service hold and first saw it serve points percentages, almost identical to Roland Garros. So... The conditions will probably suit Kostiuk better, certainly better than they'll suit Sabalenka. Obviously, Sabalenka will be up for this. We looked at her draw yesterday. If she's going to go deep in Roland Garros, it's this year. The draw is is nice for her. The bottom half is weaker. You never know though. And I'm not it's not one I'm gonna have a bet on. The spread is appealing at five and a half games. That looks big. Kostiuk at 4-2-5 also looks big I think with the off-court speculation obviously aggro is a horrible word but you know obviously given the situation with Ukraine and that there's going to be emotions are going to run high in this and I think for me that's a reason to to avoid it but the prices do look big for Kostiuk
0: I think it's going to be one of these matches that you're going to get a huge price on Sabalenka in play. I think she could go behind and fight her way back. And um, I think it'd be a great match. I think it'd be a, the one to watch. We've got the big game, obviously Sakharin Mukova, but I think this one will be the one that all the eyes and all the media going to be concentrating on for, Matters unfortunately off the court rather than on the court. Uh, let's move on to the next game. Another interesting one: Elena Svitolina against Martina Trevisan. Now, if you said to me the, the start of the week that this would be the first round match and Svitolina would be minus one thirty two and Martina Trevisan would be plus one hundred six, I think you'd come out the funny farm. Fun. And I would be, and I would be betting Trevisan. That would be a retirement bet. But in the last week, things have changed. for Vitalina's through to the final in Strasbourg. She hasn't really beaten much, but she's through to the semi-final in Strasbourg. And Trevisan, our pick to win in Morocco, was sailing along really well. Then quarterfinals pulled out injured. That's a concern.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, and we also, we've got, I forgot, we've got an outright bet on Trevisan at some ridiculous odds, win only. Hmm. We made that a few, a couple of months ago. Um She's had a decent last few weeks, months after a terrible start to the season. But yeah, she pulled out of her quarterfinal in Rabat against Yulia grabber after dropping the first set. And She wasn't all that impressive the day before when she beat Jana Fett. I'm hoping it's just a blip. I'm surprised Spitalina is favourite. Do you know she's only 28, which I couldn't believe. So it feels mm. like she's been around for donkey's years. Um, she's not long back from childbirth. She's playing in the final today. I think... You know, this has been a long week. She's had a couple of tough matches, especially yesterday against Clara Burrell. Uh, Trevisan's a tougher opponent than any she's faced in Strasbourg. It's a lean for me to Trevisan here. I, I think I'm surprised she's... The underdog, but I think there are better bets in the draw. So just a lean here, but couldn't put anyone off. Trevisan at plus one hundred and six
0: here. You would be, you would, you would be a little bit concerned about the the injury. That would be, that would be a bit. Yeah, worrying.
1: but last week for a slam, it you know a lot of players do sort of you know, precaution before the slam, and then just to you know don't, don't want to push it too far leading into a slam. And I, I suspect that's what's happened here.
0: We've got two more matches to quickly run through. The next match we've got is Zhang against Freck. Zhang is the CD player at 32, I think, this week. Uh, Freck is 87 in the world, but it's Freck who is the favourite, minus 385, given her much better form on Clay. Uh, Zhang has not won a Clay match this year. She's plus 290. Uh, do you see that going with the Clay form, or is there a potential for a shock here, Roy?
1: Oh, no chance for shot. Sure. I mean, Zhang was double bageled in Strasbourg by Annalena so She's having a, a horrific season. I don't know if it's injury or what, but she's not playing well at all. And clay isn't her surface. She hasn't won a match since the end of January. stretch is actually perhaps playing the best tennis of her career over the past 12 months. She's only 25. Another one it feels like she's been around longer. It's one... So it'll, start, it'll start at twelve. Yeah, exactly. That's probably what it is.
0: Um, (laughs) Steffi Graf's only 27.
1: (laughs) This should be pretty one-sided. I'm not sure about another double bagel, but um, on on the game handicap, i look got Fretch, minus six and a half games at plus 180. I think she'll, I think I'm I'm, I'm really confident that she'll do that because Zhang is just, she's just not in any sort of form at all.
0: Our final match, she's the French number one, Caroline Garcia. Can she live up to the expectation, the hope, the hype? Hasn't done it very much uh, this season. Hasn't really done anything this season. Started off really well in the early part, but uh, dropped away. And now she's going kind to of come to a home slam in the worst form of her season. She starts so fast. in she She's erratic. She can either hit winners or unforced errors. But she's a favourite here. Minus 275 against Wang, who's plus 210. The totals are... 20 and a half, which looks a little bit cheap to me. I think this could be quite a long game. Uh, if you look at the match records, really this year there's not much between them in the in the career on the um, on the clay stats. Uh, Garcia beat by Osario, who is in the third round at Rome. And she was also beaten by Sheriff in a shock defeat in the third round in Madrid. Um, what do you think of this one? I mean, Caroline Garcia is so flaky with that home support behind her. Some French players. Not many, not many of them. I must admit, some French players like it. I mean, Songa was one player who used to like it. A lot of them, Gasquet, Garcia, uh, over the years, have found that the, the expectations too hot to handle.
1: Yeah, she's always opposable at Roland Garros, and she's not been in the best form lately. I've mentioned Wang before because she's now coached by Nigel Sears. Andy Murray's father in law, um, who coached Daniela Hanshukova and Anna Ivanovic in, in, in the past. I'm not convinced Clay is her best surface, but she's a left hander who should give Garcia a bit of trouble. Again, I think there are better bets. It's a lean on Wang at plus 210. It's an attractive price, but just a lean for me. I suspect Garcia will get it done. Somehow, but I don't see her going particularly deep in this tournament given what we've said about uh, her on home soil and, and the pressure that comes with performing in Paris. So,
0: there you have it. That's the first round of the women's draw at the French Open, wrapped up. 10 matches we've spoken about. There's some leans across the board, but five official picks from Roy Girani. If you want to just run through the five that you're going to go with for the first round, Rory,
1: okay? I think they've actually got it down. To four because I, I think one okay. I wavered on, but I think four official picks uh, Lucia Bronzetti plus 410 against Angeber. Uh Then we're looking at Lauren Davis minus one and a half sets at plus 112. That's against Linju. Zhu. Uh, Igor Fiontek, and that was a two point bet on Lauren Davis against Lin Zhu. Igor uh, Fiontek uh, to win the first set, six love against Christina Buxer at plus 440. And finally, Magdalena Frech. Uh, minus six and a half games at plus 180 against Sui
0: Zhang. And there you have it. They're the four picks, not five, four official picks from Roy. There's four ways, four picks, four ways. Four ways you can follow us here on Betting Weekly Game Bet Match. You can download the podcast by just searching Betting Weekly Game Bet Match, surprisingly. And you can have that downloaded on your podcast provider. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel, the Bet Rivers Network. And you can follow us on our socials at Twitter. And Instagram on at because we win. Over the next fortnight, we're going to be absolutely snowed under with content on the French Open. You won't find any better betting content than here at Bet Rivers. I'll be in Paris from Tuesday. Uh, I'll be joining Rory, Sean Calvert as well, looking at the men's and the women's draw. If you haven't already seen it, Check out the YouTube channel or check out the podcast and you'll find the preview from both Rory on the women's draw and Sean from the men's draw. where they are giving some very, very nice prices and opposing the tournament favorites. Rory, Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Good luck to Master Giovanni in his football match, relegation. Let us know how he gets on and, and wish him all the best for us. But I'm betting Jeez, over mate. seven and a half goals in that match. I don't know if that's a good bet, but uh, I'm doubling up with under three and a half bagels for Schwantek. Uh, take care, everyone. All the very best. Uh, enjoy this first round of the tennis, and we'll be back for the second round. Take care.
1: Thanks for listening to Betting Weekly Game Bet Match on the Bet Rivers Network.